on an SEN track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellis with you. As always, good to be in your company this week alongside me, the CEO of the Waikato Racing Club and our expert here on the program, Butch Castles. Morning, Butch. G'day, Jordan. How are you doing? Good, good. Where are we racing this weekend? What's happening around New Zealand? Uh, racing in the winterless north at Ruakaka, the finals weekend. They've had a number of heats leading into this weekend and a big jumps day at Trentham. It's that time of year where jumps racing takes centre stage and there's a clash of probably two of the best steeplechases we've had out of this land for a long, long time in the Cossack and West Coast going head-to-head in the Grant Plumbing Wellington steeplechase will be a real highlight. Excellent stuff. Plenty of guests on the program, as always. Let's get it started, though, with uh, one of our favourites here on Breakfast with the Kiwis, broadcaster Bevan Sweeney, to kick things off. Morning to you, Bevan. How's things? Oh, very good. Thank you very much. It's a sunny day here in the south of uh, the North Island. Uh, we'll pop across the hill tomorrow. As Butch mentioned, big day of jumps racing tomorrow and the clash between the Cossack and West Coast. I can't wait for this. The 192.20. Uh, the Cossack's a proven champion and West Coast has the potential to become one. Don't miss 227 out of Trentham tomorrow. Right, I will get to that one shortly, but let's uh, have a look at the uh, hurdle first swings, the hydrocell pumps. Wellington Hurdle and Ned Wynn going for four in a row. This preparation out of the all-conquering Nelson McDougall stable and Jack Power all the way from Ireland entrusted with the ride. Yeah, hasn't he made an impression? He's a real aggressive young uh, rider who sits really uh, beautifully in the saddle and he made an impression when we saw him at Hastings recently. You need Wynn's flying. The weight's probably the issue here. Butcher at 71.5, giving quality horses like uh, Hurricane in particular uh, that weight relief of five and a half uh, kilos. But uh, we saw him on the flat, fresh up at OTEC. He was massive, and then he went and won an open, and then he came out and won uh, again last start. So he's all quality, and he seems to be going, be, to be going better than ever. He's short enough at 2.2. Uh, Hurricane, big fan of this horse. I, I'd imagine they would have a little uh, been disappointed in what he did over in Australia. Uh, recently, but he's come back to New Zealand and had a nice uh, flat uh, prep for his uh, race on this Saturday, and he's quality. We know that. His jumping performance has been winning here in NZ. He won by an absolute margin. He's at $4. I'm going to go with his $4 over the $2 of Nedwin. I think he's a very, very good horse, uh, Hurricane. Don't forget Barry the Cash going well. Suleiman's a tough horse, and they will need to be tough on Saturday, Butch. It's called the Punter's Graveyard for a reason, and those conditions will prevail on Saturday. Yeah, they sure will. They've run uh, close to a two-minute mile there at this mm. meeting previously, so it'll be uh, it'll be survival of the fittest. And talking about that, we go to an 1,100-metre race, race six, open handicap. At the top of the book is the New Zealand Cup winner in LJ, over 1,100 metres, but what, they'll run 120-ish for uh, 1,100? Maybe not quite that slow, but uh, does he come into it, or is it just too short for him? Oh, I think... Uh, Kevin Myers is just prepping him for uh, the Winter Cup. I saw him at the jump outs recently, uh, and I stood next to Kevin, and he sort of just uh, came home nicely. Lily was just sitting quiet as a bird, and he was running through the long str- uh, line strongly. Nothing will ever surprise me with Kevin Myers, but I just don't think this is uh, the horse's day uh, on Saturday. I think he looks very much towards uh, the Winter Cup. Well, he'll get him with 54, 53 against Just Ask Me. So I go to the bottom of the book or further down, Boris has probably been one of the better sprinters uh, in winter going uh, this season. Medan Singh likes to ride forward down the chute where this horse is a winner in the uh, Chimps 
uh, Championship Sprint Final at Trenton, which was a 50 grand race. And look, she missed last time uh, on the track. It was probably a little bit too good for her. She's probably drawn in a decent sort of gate now uh, in eight. She's at $4. She's on top for me. Didn't mind Love Storm last time. Probably racing out of its grave, but uh, well capable right down in that weights at 51. Ring the bell, Darcy. Expect better from him. Bradman's going well. But I'll be with Poirier. So I think she's a really nice horse and she's been doing a good job this season. Mm, it was really good there two starts ago. Righto, here it is, the feature. And I know last time we discussed uh, these type of races before the Hawks Bay Steeplechase, you declared West Coast an absolute favourite and uh, horse, and he just came out and uh, just donkey licked them that day. He won't get it that easy against the Cossack. Uh, it's just going to be a clash of the Titans. I know which way your heart tells you to go. What's the head say? Yeah, well, I've just written that uh, might be my heart uh, dominating my head because the Cossack is a champion. We know that uh, his preparation again this time has been fantastic and he's won really in a hat canter. He's going to run for a while, which is interesting. Uh, I, I imagine he's going down south, isn't he? West Coast had that run under the belt at Hastings. Look, it was a hat canter for him, 220 the price on him. I'm going with my heart again because I just love him. I just love his physique, the way he holds himself, the way he jumps and his attitude. So I'm going with him. That probably a little bit butchers heart over here because the Cossack is uh, one hell of a horse. Uh, there's only a half a kilo between them. Maybe one little factor is I think West Coast might handle the course proper uh, a little bit better than the Cossack at this point in the preparations. He's just so aplomb in those very, very deep track conditions. And when they come off uh, the figure eight and onto the track uh, uh, proper, I think that might just favour him a fraction. So I'm going to go with him over the Cossack. But I don't think I'm going to have a bet, Butch. I'm just going to sit back and watch a couple of champions go around. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic to watch. As you said, 2.27 New Zealand time. Make sure you are watching in. If you love jumps racing, it doesn't get any mm. better than that. Race number eight, uh, Swain's the Novara Park White Handicap. Uh, always been a good race. There's been some money for JBG out of the Adrian Bull Stable. Six into four with no deductions. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, it was the last up winner. It led up, was taken on, uh, and did, did a good job to hold on because the other horse that had put pressure on dropped out of that particular race. Adrian Bill, wonderful trainer. Carries 54 and a half, so it's at the right to margin. The horse uh, we look towards, though, I think is Hexel Ridge, who is on trial, really, to go down to the Winter Cup. Still in the nominations there. Was very good in wait for age company two ago behind Just Ask Me. Then went into an open handicap last at the time and hit the line nicely. 3.30. Look, it'll have to go really strongly to go down to the Winter Cup, I understand, uh, talking to JJ Rayner, but I think her expectations are that uh, he will. Uh, Carpe Diem, if you can catch him, You'll get a price, and I think the track conditions will probably suit him uh, down to the ground on Saturday. He was winner four starts ago on a very similar track condition, rolling along in front over the 1,600 metres. Won't have that spot alone, obviously, with JBG in the race. And Manolo, gee, that was a win last time. He might Tony Lee was pretty keen on this one, and he nailed it because it blew them off a race course from last at $3.80 a price there. But I'll go with Hexel Ridge. I think this horse uh, is a, a competitive horse come a Winter Cup uh, post-Saturday's race. Race number nine, are we going to give Mischievous, uh, she's Mischievous, one more chance? Oh, Butch, I just wish, I, I don't criticise jockeys a lot, or if ever, but I just wish the young girl had kept on going forward. She was positive from the hop, and then she just restrained as they got into that awkward you know, corner at the bay from the 1,600 metres, and that left the horse uh, three wide the trip. Uh, I was encouraged. It came again the last 200 metres to about only beaten three lengths, but we were getting 18s. We're now getting 450. 
I'm going to go again uh, with this horse. I hope they go and lead on it. 56, Lee Sutherland. They can lead on it, and it gets the rail on its uh, flank. And I think this horse is definitely good enough to win. The big danger is harmonious. So I, I thought should have won last time at Otik. He just got held up and behind them. Didn't get a clear crack at them. Handles wet track conditions. Again, Adrian Bull, Kate Hucock. But I wish it was more like 18's butch, but it's 4.50. We'll go with She's Mischievous again. <laughs> and in the last, we... Uh... We managed to turn it around with Stallone last time. I reckon he's a pretty good winter galloper. He gets the claim with three kilos down to the 56. It's a good field. Tidy field, heaps of chances, but uh, no reason he couldn't do it again, is there? Yeah, no. He was scratched last week, so the, the, I suppose the one doubt is that they have to get a run into him. I, I imagine he's going to the Ofenaki Cup uh, next Saturday. I'm not 100% sure about that, but he missed a run last week. He'll have to run on Saturday to get to, uh, right up to fitness for... Next Saturday, the three kilos come off in 56. Look, it was a head scratch or two ago, but then he just put a big tick in the box last time. He's one of the few horses around in deep track conditions that can really sprint hard. And he sprinted hard along the inside last time and put him away at an outstanding price. 3.20 on Saturday, I think that's okay. You mentioned that this is a nice field when you've got Pookie Park, who's stirred up. He loves uh, Trenton. Simpson Magico loves it deep. Queen of Spades, similarly. Huckaboogie was last up one as Zoe said, and We've all had a bit of time for hot chocolate. So it is a nice little race. But if he's going to go competitive or be competitive in the Open Necky Cup, you'd certainly be expecting him to go very close on Saturday, the two Stallone. And look, I, I've been a massive fan of him. So he is close to a, a best bit on the programme for me. Right, Very good. That sounds ideal. And 2.27, enjoy what should be a, mm. a, an amazing contest between two high, high class chasers. Yeah, it won't get any better, Butcher. Anywhere you're in the world, really, if you want it, uh, two very, very powerful, clever and athletic jumpers. They're there Saturday uh, in race number seven, the Wellington Steeplechase. Thanks for your time, Bevan. No worries, Butch. Have a good weekend, guys. Bevan Sweeney with us on Breakfast with the Kiwis. We'll take a break on the program, and on the other side, we'll have a chat to Kenny Ray. That's next. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Loveracing.nz, your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles and more. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellis with you. Butch Castles alongside me for the show as always. Our next guest on the program is a local trainer from Ruakaka, Kenny Ray, who has got a big stable down there and... A big race day coming up in in his part of the world as well, Butch. As I welcome you to the program, Kenny Ray. It's good to speak to you. How's things? Good, thank you. Lovely, lovely fine weather for a change up here, Winterless North. <laughs> G'day, Kenny Butch. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's known as the Winterless North, and it's this time of year where that track comes into its own with uh, the fact that it's just so much better than everywhere else. But gee, you have had some rain, haven't you? Oh, it's been flooding and it's all sorts. Of... <coughs> Pardon me, but. To be fair, we probably have nowhere near as bad as some places in the country. No, and, that, and being on the beach, that track just cops it, doesn't it, the rain? In fact, it's probably best with a bit of rain the night before racing. Oh, definitely, definitely. Like, you, can, you can hear the horses galloping on it on the inside grass uh, yesterday morning, and that you can feel the first time you hear the water, water splashing on it sort of thing, but um, still, still not heavy. Must be a real difference at this time of year when you can uh, just take them out of their boxes and to the races without having to make the big trek that you do from uh, up in Northland just to be able to race every sort of two or three weeks on the home track makes a huge difference, I imagine. Oh, definitely. It's like when Donna was here, we, we would all try and get our horses ready to go, go here, save the travelling, and, and more, more than anything, it saves costs for the owners. 
because it's yeah. expensive. Trucking is very expensive these days. Yeah, for sure. And and uh, also this weekend, uh, those $60,000 races certainly are real targets. A couple of them are a bit disappointing numbers-wise, but uh, you've certainly found plenty to line up. Oh, definitely. Like, to be for the club, for me, it's not disappointing, hopefully. But um, been smaller, more talents. But for the club, I just thought, my, my personal opinion, I thought, like, middle of winter here, it's nice and dry. I mean, middle of winter, the rest of the country, you're racing winter horses. So maybe, may, may be... We, we, if we do it again next year, do it August, end of August or September sort of thing when, when the spring horses are coming out into their own. Yeah, yeah, with a different type of horse. Yeah, good point. Right, let's have a look at them. In the first, this race was put on late in the piece to replace one that went away, and uh, you had a good chance. Kerry Opel, I thought it was a really good run last time. He's not going to win a race. He's, he's no superstar or anything, but he, he can definitely win a race. And to be fair, that's, that's sort of a race about... Is his race to be won? It's like you'd be disappointed if he didn't run first, second, or third, to be honest. Yeah, 1600 metres ideal on the home track. Right, oh, you got a bit of a mortgage on race number four and a horse that's captured the imagination. Geez, Tuffy just refuses to let them get past him. Well, they get past a little bit and then he fights back and gets the win. Whiskey lies. I totally agree. On, on his work, he wouldn't give five cents for him. <clears throat> even even Wednesday morning, they had him and Darcy Green out together, and she just runs run away and hides from him. I don't know, don't want to do this race day. We, we actually put him in that first race that he won. Mel, Mel Barrett, the guy that owns him, said, We'll go back to the trials. We watch point going back to the trials, and they want to go race on the home track. He's got to be competitive soon, and he came out and won, and he's won again soon, so he defied the odds to me, to be honest. <laughs> Drawn barrier one, and, and he's just a jump and sort of a run sort of a horse because, as uh, we've said, when they sort of eyeball him, he finds more, and uh, that should be ideal from the one gate, shouldn't it? Oh, definitely. <clears throat> me, they move the rail right into the true position, and the grass on the end, like, it's one to three or four hours, absolutely perfect compared to the rest of the, rest of the track. So it should suit them both. And Dancing Dream, I, I can imagine that twice you've thought she's going to go sailing by, but he's fought back. There is a bit of a weight swing in her favour again, and uh, maybe, just maybe, she might be able to turn it around on him. Well, I'd say yes, but I, I might be wrong three times. <clears throat> I thought, I thought <laughs> she'd beat him the last three times, and she can't. So I'll, I'll, I'll stay out of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, and Time and Tide. Really, I don't know the here in those ones. No, time and tide, that's the third of them. Just had the one run, and um, I suppose the fact that it's on the home track, uh, worth rolling the dice. I think she's the big improver. She's improved on her work since, and um, she, she was there to go for a run instead of going to the trials. And cost, by the time you leave her car and go to Cambridge trials, and it cost you a fortune, so just run around your home track and see how we go. And she wasn't too bad for me. She got handled a wee bit at the start, but she has got a wee bit of ability. She could definitely run okay. the first ball. Okay, there you go. It should be at a nice price too, so throw her into the first fours. Righto, race number five, one uh, that has been a bit disappointing, this preparation, on the rivet. Can he try and turn it around? I hope he can. <clears throat> you did that right, Georgia. But she's been disappointing this time in a couple of times, but I was a bit disappointed in his ride last start. He came in, yeah, a beautiful trip, came in three or four wide like with no problem. She ended up about 15 wide. But um, she said the horse was hanging, but he's never hung in his life. He hasn't done it since. But um, this time last year, he was competitive in those races. 
and there's no rating system to find races around for them. So we just, to be fair, we're just taking advantage of our home track and hope by hell something. And if there's a lot of speed up front, so we'll just drop out the back, see if we can run on. For sure. Race number seven. Got a couple of really good chances. Gee, I was taken with the run of Heart of Aladdin last time. Hit the line very, very strongly. 1,600 metres against his own age. Again, now three-year-old company. Uh, he looks quite progressive, this horse, Kenny. I think he's a very smart <clears throat> In the long run, he's going to be a very smart horse, I think. He's um, twice a tone of Aladdin, and he's still a big, weak baby at the moment. But he put his hand up last start. And I didn't. I watched the race outside, and I watched the race. I didn't realise how close he was to finish. And it was an amazing run. And the filly, she, to be fair, if it wasn't a mile the final, I probably would have turned around because she'd gone from the Oaks to a couple of 400 metre races, and she'd been a wee bit down in them. But she should pick up over a mile. But I, I did like. I, just, <clears throat> I suppose I like most owners. I've got owners' disease. Always pick my own one to beat someone else's. <laughs> But he just strikes me as um, he's come back better this prep. And as you say, it was a massive run last time. Close up, back against his own age group. Uh, got to be a got to be a big chance. Oh, definitely. I'd like, I like. I think he's a winning chance. I honestly do. Roger, Roger James also has got good form. But he, he definitely was. He, had, he, had, he drew twenty out of twenty. We do the outside. I mean, they started last start. This time he's drawn four. Four and Jasmine gets back on him. She, she won. She's won on the horse. So I thought put her back on him, and um, he, he's he's going to progress to a real nice horse. Yeah, for sure. Right, the last. If you haven't got one by now, you've got a couple of chances in the last. Follow your dreams. Ace Lawson Carrow claiming the three again. Drawn one should get the nice run on that new bit of ground that you talked about, uh, and he hasn't been too far away. Hasn't been too far away. His first two runs I thought were quite good in the wet tracks. His run the other day I thought was a wee bit lacklustre, but he, for some reason he missed the start, then he got held up a wee bit. But um, I actually put Ace on him because I thought he'd get in the, bo- uh, in the open handicap with 54 on his back and we'll get right down to 51 and have a right, a right chance because Kelsey was only riding like 53 sort of thing. So I stuck it on the other, and then Dirt likes, likes Kelsey on the other horse. So, and then he gets 58 and a half or 58 kilos because it's not an open handicap and it's right an 86 race. So he's, he's got yeah, there's nothing, the nothing at the top, nothing at the top no. to uh, to yeah, drop so his weight. It's, it's probably one of the other and then might help Dirk's horse a wee bit better. Is that she, uh, Vegas she, Strip? She she needs to improve Vegas you. Strip. She does need to improve a bit, but probably a mile she needs. But there's nothing around. She's no good. In, I don't want to run around the heavy tracks. And um, I would like to get her over the ground <clears throat> after this time before she goes to Brumbia Paddock. Yeah, for sure. Righto, Kenny, you're pretty good on your home track at uh, labelling them and uh, you have uh, pulled off some great uh, little coups there over the years. We'll stay out of the two-year-old race because that's a bit hard. Which is the best of them for a bit of an each-way investment uh, at Ruakaka on the weekend? Probably none. They're all too short from, from my liking. I, I actually looked at the other two. I said, I'm not going to back uh, Whiskey Lies. I'll back Darcy Dream. I looked at what she's paying. She's paying 220 but uh, probably <laughs> <clears throat> mischief. Well, mischief managers eleven dollars and $3 is a good each way value. And uh, I think Harland is, is right, right at chance of um, winning, winning, winning form now. Okay. So, righto, Kenny. Those, thanks for your time. Yep. Righto, we'll be making sure they're in the quaddies anyway. Thanks for your uh, time here on Breakfast with the Kiwis, and good luck on the home track uh, at Ruakaka. Thank you. Thanks very much, George.
Um, butcher, sorry. Kenny Ray with us on Breakfast with the Kiwis. That wraps up our show this week. Butch, we'll do it again next week. Catch you later. Yeah, yeah, sure will. Looking forward to that steeplechasing clash between two superstars, West Coast and the Cossack. Breakfast with the Kiwis back on SCN next week.